This fucking film seizure. Oh, it's a good movie. Who who wouldn't like this movie? You soak it up and you just watch it. Anyway, hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> I'm just I'm just relaxing out by my pool on the Spanish Riviera because I've retired from a life of crime. Your skin looks like leather, by the oh, way. Oh, you can make it. You can, you can <laughs> make it into a suitcase. A, case. Yeah. <laughs> a carry-all, even. Oh my god, that killed me. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we are here to uh, talk about a uh, a very very um, just flat out one of my favorite movies. I think um, "Sexy Beast." Now, interestingly, this movie is labeled as a 2000 British psychological black comedy crime film. Yeah, that's all. That's mouth. It just rolls right off the tongue, right? Um, but actually, it, it did not see theater release until 2001. It played at the Toronto International Film Festival in September of 2000. It premiered in the UK in January, and then came here in uh, June, I think, of 2001. Now, um. What's funny is, is that I have a lot of memories about this movie, but we'll, we'll get into that story here in just a minute. I'm going to uh, introduce my cohorts, my partners in crime, if you will. Um, Chuck Moore, how's it going, Chuck? Hey, how are you? Doing great. You, you, Good. You're going to call me a cunt all episode? No, I'm going to tell you stuff like, I'm not into this anymore, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i guess i'm gonna call you a cunt <laughs> and also uh jason oliver jason hey yeah I, i'm just um i are wouldn't you, be any good to you are, are you hanging out with jackie big tits i just wouldn't be any good to you so. <laughs> that's kinda, you're gonna be useless be, yeah i'm gonna be useless uh, what do you mean useless <laughs> Uh, no, this no, is, this no, is where no, you say, no, no, yeah, this is where you say, this is where you say, uh, it's so easy. I'm lucky you can do it. That's why I thought of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn. Um, so, yeah. So um, Jason was there the night that this movie came into my life, um, which I believe I narrowed down after I, I did the little bit of like when it was released. I think I narrowed down to the exact date that we saw it which would have been Friday, July 13th, 2001. Yeah. Because Jason, why were we there? Because we wanted to go see Friday the 13th in 3D. Friday the 13th, 3D. Yeah. Yep. That's what we were there for. And it was sold out. Yes. So we were at the Castleton Arts uh, General Cinema. I'm wearing my General Cinema shirt in commemoration. Um, And uh, now imagine this, though. I mean, think about it. How many seats do you think that that auditorium had? Because those old auditoriums like stretched out for like 20 rows. Yeah, I would say it, it, it was like a 200, 250 seater. Yeah. And it was sold mm-hmm. out for yeah, Friday Dave, the 13th. Dave would tell us. Um, uh, well, yeah, it was sold out. And I think Dave told us to see this, didn't he? Wasn't it? No, Dave I said it. I said, I've heard good things about this movie. I'm game for it. And everybody else was like, well, we're already here. I guess why not? No. And, and it started like 10 minutes later or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, let's, let's just watch this new indie flick that I, I don't know if I maybe saw like, I don't know, the, the, the Ebert episode where you talked about, or if I just saw it like in Nuvo, like a good review or something, but I was like, 
I've heard some good stuff about this. Um, I don't even know if I even ever saw a trailer for it. And sometimes those are the best movies when you go in completely blind, except for, you know, somebody in it, or you heard a good review or something. And uh, it was you and me. And I think Shannon and James and our friend Adam may have been there too. Uh, he was there. I remember he was there because he was really bummed about F-13 being sold out. I bet he really likes Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Well, I think he really liked this movie too. We all really liked this. We did. <laughs> we, like, we were like, I mean, I don't know we, if you guys we were, were feeding we were, off of we me. We were a captive audience. No, we yeah. really, we all really liked it. Um, I yeah. remember us being pretty, pretty raucous coming out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, think if you knew any more about it, you would have wanted to see it too. Yeah. Oh, given, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Given that it's a lot like, well, not a lot like, but it's in the vein of Lockstock, Guy Ritchie. Mm-hmm. Kind of well, stuff, I want, right? well, I want to talk about that a little bit yeah. because, um, you know, the, the British gangster movie is kind of a, a staple of British cinema, right? Um, mm-hmm. It's gone through its ups and downs, and it was definitely in a down period in the kind of early to mid 90s until until Lockstock kind of came and revived it. Um, and then but this I, movie I think Lockstock probably even got boosted by some of the like by i i would say even um train spotting probably helped boost that a little yeah, bit yeah yeah probably a little kind bit of the, the gritty bad people doing i would say i would say even more um danny Bo- danny boyle for sure i mean uh, shallow grave is another that one, was right? the other one i was thinking of yeah it's yeah. not really a gangster movie but it's definitely like that sort of shady crime movie right um yep. but uh but then yeah lockstock came out it kind of like it was a you know that was a massive hit internationally i mean and then snatch came out in 2000 before this as well and that was an even bigger hit and um and then this kind of came out right after those two movies had had hit big um and yeah it kind of it kind of like rode a little bit of that momentum but it's a very different kind of movie well here's the interesting thing about this too is that it probably got it more so it I mean, it's not necessarily riding the coattails too much because it was actually filmed in 1999. Sure, sure. Uh, I, I'm not saying. I'm so, not but saying I mean, but I think I think distribution by it. I'm not saying it was influenced by it, but I'm but I'm well, no, definitely I'm, saying it, it. It hit at the right time. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm just saying that I'm thinking those two movies that we were talking about, Lockstock and and Snatch, uh, allowed this to get distribution. Sure. Oh, most definitely. And not um, just and not just british distribution but i mean like it came here and sure you know yeah and i mean if you look at most lists of like the best british gangster movies of all time all three of those these movies fall on that list yep i mean this one's a well well regarded movie yeah yeah um but but what's different about this movie is it's sort of like <laughs> it's it's like almost like an epilogue to yeah. a gangster movie right it's um it takes place after like all the craziness of these gangsters lives right it's yeah, they're, um, they're all a bunch of old farts yeah you know? and, and and it's more about the the characters um and kind of learning a little bit about who they were by who they are now right um but that's a little bit of a unreliable narrator right because you know i have a feeling gal was probably a pretty pretty decent piece of shit in his day right 
but he's mellowed. He's mellowed quite a bit. To say about that, because so, uh, so you're so you're yeah. seeing like a different perspective on the gangster film, and I think that's part of what makes it unique. Well, and also these people, they are very normal types of people. They may do extraordinary things, but like I mean, we we meet. Uh, so yeah so ray ray winstone plays our titular sexy beast um and he is the uh you know he plays gal and he is out of shape he's you can tell he's past his prime he's leathery because he tans all day in the spanish you know riviera he's um he's kind of a doofus in a sort of a way because like he's almost aimless because now he's retired, but he's almost, almost gets killed by a falling boulder that comes, you know, uh, flying by him into his pool. And then, um, you know, he's talking about how the boulder is going to be removed on Tuesday and the tiles are going to be fixed on Saturday and even his buddy's like, yeah, right, whatever. That shit ain't going to happen. Like, he's he's kind of getting the piss taken out of him a little bit. Um, the grill, when he's, like, barbecuing for his, you know, for his little party with his wife and his and their friends, uh, the, the grill flames up in his face. You know, he's kind of, he's, he's at least portrayed as kind of a doofus. At the beginning. I, th- I think these are all just indications that shit's about to hit the fan. I thought that too, where it's like, you know, there, there is a, um, yeah, because certainly perfect little life, there's a has, specter of danger that's, that's yes. approaching. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because Don Logan, who is, uh, Don Logan is a motherfucking boulder. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd rather he face will, the he boulder will, than him. Well, yeah. he will also <laughs> set their lives on fire. So, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, no, I would, I would 100% try to stop the boulder coming down the hill <laughs> than to try to tell Don Logan, no, um, because he, because he'll also initiate with you a Bugs Bunny back and forth of no, yes, no, yes. <laughs> He's fucking wild, man. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, I mean, there's, um, but you do get the impression that um that yeah gal is, is is a tough guy or was you know i mean like the way he speaks he's not he probably isn't going to be a very fun conversationalist unless you were one of his old buddies from the old days um he's um you know he, he kind of falls back to to some of those old things like he's at the restaurant that he likes and he kind of acts like he kind of runs the play like you know he likes the calamari by the way i want that calamari too he kept talking about i want that calamari Mm. um but you know like his wife wants to try something i was like ah no no no, i don't fuck that stuff you know it's like i just want the calamari you know and he's 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 almost acting like the godfather in this place and you can tell that that's how he's used to carrying himself now when don logan comes to town he cowers from that person which shows that he really is out of shape he's out of his league and here's something i find interesting though it's a a lot of these types of movies with the retired gangster the retired safe cracker the retired bank robber is they they miss it they want back in but they they're they calculated the the risk and the danger and they they know they need to retire 
but there's always something that pulls them back in, but they come in almost willingly, right? This is not the case. Like Gal is content. He's happy, right? Yeah. Oh no, He's he talks about how he talks yeah. about how like you know Britain's a shithole, and it's filmed yeah. that way later. I like that. Um, Jonathan Glazer is he can shoot a he can shoot a movie. Uh, but anyway, they, he um, you know he talks about how like yeah you know Spain's hot. It's a fucking hot place. It's it's you know, but that's for him, man. That's where he wants to be, and as he pretty much makes it seem like he he wants to be wherever his wife is, Dee Dee. Well, I mean, I would too. He's beautiful. Um, sure. I mean, but 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 there, but he's happy, and that's the point I'm trying to make. It it doesn't fall into kind of the the normal trope, right? Right. Yeah. Um. So they're they're at the um, you know they're at the restaurant. He's uh, he's waiting for um his his friends um oh what's the h h h and uh and jackie and they're the other married couple it almost seems like that they almost live together doesn't it seem like that because they're at gal's place a lot they i think they you know live close to each other they certainly yeah but yeah they're 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 probably always at each other's houses right right? um and so they they meet up for dinner um and uh at first gal thinks uh that h and and jackie had a fight because jackie looks quite upset um and there's a lot of tension and um he thinks that you know because he tells h it's like come on let's just have a good time you know whatever was going on leave it outside you know let's just not let's not ruin this and then you find out that uh that somebody called jackie and it is Don Logan, Ben Kingsley, in one of my favorite performances by anybody ever. Um, <laughs> he is uh, he. There's a job that uh, he wants to, he wants uh, Gal to to do a heist, and Gal's like, "No, nah, I'm I'm retired. I'm just going to tell him that." And H even says, "You're not going to be able to tell him that." And there it becomes this whole. Um, it shifts the, the the mood of the movie from this guy who's happy to be kind of living a nobody's life in retirement to, oh, shit, um, a crazy man is about to come to the door. Oh, I should mention there's something important that happens before this. Um, he's got he, he's got a pool boy named Enrique and he and Enrique, they almost have like a father son relationship in some ways. And uh, he takes Enrique out to to shoot jackrabbits with H. <laughs> this fucking scene kills me. But because uh, he's like, oh, he's not going to be able to hit anything with that blunderbuss that he's carrying around. And it's like an old flintlock shotgun, basically, or rifle. And of course, he shoots it. It seems like it doesn't, seems like it goes, it doesn't trigger. You know, but then it explodes in his face and they all just laugh at him. And then H is going to now shoot a, a jackrabbit. And he's got like one of those pump action type of rifles. And when he pumps it, it the whole thing falls apart and everybody laughs at him. And it's just, it's one of those, it, as I said to you, Jason, this movie gets the biggest laughs out of me from the smallest of things. And it's, and that scene means absolutely nothing except for, a recurring nightmare that that uh gal has later about being the hunted jackrabbit 
Well, it means a little more than that. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Chuck. I, I was just going to say it sets up the boy with the gun. Um, sure. It sets up Frank as or H, excuse me, as completely out of the game. He's no longer a gangster. He's he's kind of feeble, weak. <laughs> So it sets up their their characters pretty well, I think, for what they do later in the movie. Absolutely. Um, and it also just shows them as kind of fun people, nice yeah. people in a way. Like they're playing it's like against the type of what you'd expect, right? Right. They're they're giving each other shit, but they're just kind of like, I don't know, very affable, right? Um, you you start to like them quite a bit in that scene. I think that's important. Yeah. And so um, they, uh, yeah. So now they find out that, you know, Don Logan's coming and he thinks it's just he's being asked to do a job, but no, he's already on his way. Um, it, it's kind of one of those classic, you know, the, the, the threat has already occurred. Um, now you have to kind of. But yeah, they're picking them up tomorrow, basically. Um, yeah. <laughs> The, they do a really good job of building the tension of Don before you even see Don. Like you're, yeah. you're worried with them. Like this, this is serious. Which they, is they, funny because Don is a short even amount the of top time, guy. In a short amount of time, they have, they have, you know, introduced you to these characters, made you like them quite a bit, and then made you worry for them. And the antagonist hasn't even arrived yet. Right. right. Um, yeah. And he's not even the top dog he's been hired by somebody else who is supposed to be even scarier. Um, but kind of isn't, um, I mean, is, but isn't in a, he just is in a different way. Um, so yeah. So next we see, uh, you know, the, they, as Enrique and his buddies are taking the boulder away, uh, we see that H and, Jackie are coming the other way with uh, with Don Logan in the car and it's very tense. Nobody is talking to anybody. Everybody is shifting their eyes around as if you know, it's like, oh, God, what's Don going to do? And I have a quick question. Yeah, I have a quick question. Um, before Don shows up, there's a scene, you know, with. Uh, um. I believe it's I believe it's before he shows up with um Gal and um uh what's Gal Didi Didi thank you uh and he, and they talk he, you hear kind of um Gal maybe he's maybe he's even on his own at this point he's talking about no risk no fucking risk nine years is it my impression is that he went away for nine years for for a job right. I agree with that. Yeah. Nothing. I don't I, think it was explicitly said at any point, but, but is that the impression you guys got? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. <clears throat> okay, cool. That cool. he did time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he, uh, yeah, because that's the first time he has the nightmare of the, the, um, the rabbit of the rabbit hunting yeah. him. Yeah. And he wakes up, he finds Didi outside and she's worried that, yeah, I mean, Don's going to hurt him. You know, right. she knows that Don's a sociopath and, you know, he's, he's already decided that, that gal's going to do the job. And if gal says no, then Don's going to literally beat him into doing the job. And, um, and that's what everybody kind of, 
feels, you know, this is that there's going to be no sidestepping this. It's amazing. Like his presence in the car is completely silent, but like menacing, right? Well, he's he's Real so thick. yeah, and he's so alert all the time. He sets yeah. up straight. He yeah yeah yeah. He's 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 like um yeah. He's almost like uh like a preacher, right? But with with how he carries his his upper body and his in his posture, right? Um, like an old timey preacher. Well, and, I also um, when when he's sitting around watching telly in his whitey tidies it seems almost like he's like, almost like it's like, he's in a religious situation. Like he's, you know, almost Muslim in, in yeah. like, you know, yeah. like he was like, he's like, he's about to pray like, you know, um, but then when he it, gets out of the car, like he's been perfectly still, right. He hasn't shown any real sense of agitation necessarily, but as soon as he gets out of the car, first thing he says, I'm not going to try to do the accent. But the first thing it says, I got to change my shirt. It's sticking to me. I'm sweating like a cunt. Right? <laughs> That's the first thing he says. And he is agitated. He's, he's, he's already on edge and everybody else is on edge. And the audience is now definitely on edge. It's like, this is a guy that just is not fun to be around. <laughs> oh, man. When they're sitting around right after that, it's like oh, the God. most uncomfortable. Yep. Yep. Not the most uncomfortable this movie gets, but it's definitely really uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> right. No one knows what but, to say. He's just sitting there still again, right? Right. And not straight. with them. He's not even sitting with them necessarily. He's right. like posturing kind of. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, and then uh people will talk to him. And like when H talks to him, he responds curt and he responds very um sarcastically, you know, because he asks about his brother. It's like, I don't know, why don't you ask him? You know, it's like, yeah, he's doing fine, whatever. Why don't you ask him? Yeah, and then when Gal says something to him, he talks more warmly. To, like he only wants to deal with Gal, and it's uh, he he treats the two men very differently. Um, and you know, it's it's not until later that he has to basically, um, you know, basically abuse gal so yeah, i mean uh, h has nothing for him he has one thing he wants but he has nothing for him so yep. yeah and gail gal obviously has something he needs and he will not leave without having right um and you know it's like the, his the real him is coming out to h and the superficial him is what is talking to gal it's it's kind of funny how obvious it is. <laughs> right, yeah. it, gets, it gets it gets a little muddied here with the um, the story. So so uh, Don is telling Gal about the job and uh, and that he needs eight men. He's been tasked to recruit eight men for this job. Uh, he's been recruited. He's essentially like working for the guy, working for the guy, even right. Like Teddy yeah. Bass has has I got a guy who's running the whole show who has got Don to co to to recruit these eight guys for this specific task. Right. Yeah. yeah Don's and, almost um, like he's contracted. Like he's yeah, a con yeah. yeah. And um and it's interesting because the guy who who hires Don who works for Teddy Bass says um we need eight guys reliable and with a positive attitude that's important that last part a positive attitude so it's interesting to me that don would recruit gal in the first place 
Yeah, or, he's going against orders here. He's going against sure. orders. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I don't understand that. I don't know if that's just a if that's just me reading into things, but it's interesting. Like I feel like there's more history between Don and Gal than we're than we're given. Oh, there is. I actually there is. Uh, because he, he goes on later when he's berating him and now picking on him for marrying an ex porn star sure. that he could have had anybody else because all the birds love he was so good looking, he was so well in shape. Now he's just this fat fuck. Um, you know, and and basically he's let himself go and now, you know, so he they've known each other for yeah. maybe decades it almost it almost feels like like gal was even maybe someone that don uh saw opportunity or potential or even admired at one point yeah and and now he's seen what he's become and he's disgusted by it yeah, yeah. but he but he but he won't give up his pursuit which is odd and i think he's well i think that's part of his I think that he's is just wired that way. He's not exactly. Take, he's not like, going to take no for an answer. He's yeah. so zeroed in that, you know, it's like, well, you know, gal dove is the only guy I know who will do what I need. Right. What, well, what this job needs. Right. There's also another motivation that we haven't talked about. We'll talk about later. Oh yeah. I mean, there's, on there's why, this... why he's there for gal too. Sure, it's sure, not sure. just about gal. That so makes, that I, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, he uh, so the, the H decides he's going to take the women to dinner. Um, to which Don is like, "Oh, I'm not invited." He's like, oh, "No, you're." Oh, I mean, yeah, no, you, of course you are. And he's like, you know, "He's just fucking with H, hard, yeah, hard." And he's like, "I'm," he goes, "I'm joking. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, I want to stay here and talk to Gal." Yeah, yeah like, right, right. So- he doesn't even like let him off the hook. Really, he no. just, he just it's all it's all the same tone until yes. it's, he only he 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 is he, always menacing i guess is what i mean <laughs> and just at different volumes <laughs> right right because yeah. sometimes he's yelling no over and over and over and yeah. over <laughs> See, there's only one one time in this movie where he's not menacing and that's when he gets the phone call when he's at home and he almost seems a little meek there yeah, yeah so well, yeah because he's answering so get, to his boss yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you know that when you know someone who's shit on will oftentimes go and shit on the people below them sure. because they can't, like they can't bully, take yep. up the yep, they can't take up the true aggravation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um yeah, and so like he even like he, he just reaches out and then just hands hands him money. No, I'm and, buying your dinner. <laughs> yeah, it's like don't be rude, I'm buying your dinner. <laughs> And H, he doesn't know what to say. Like when they come back from that dinner, he's talking about how nice it was, but how inexpensive it was and how the waiter liked Dee Dee. And it's just like, shut up, H. You're not helping anything here. <laughs> That's that that is what uncomfortable and people in the position of weakness do. They often just talk. Right. They just keep talking because they don't know what else to do <laughs> right. mouse diarrhea, for sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that 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 scene also is is quite funny for a very small thing that comes up later but anyway so um so yeah so basically they go outside and um you know and, and ben kingsley gets this look on his face almost like oh i can't wait to hear the answer that i expect to hear from gal it's like so you know jackie said i called right 
And he's like, yeah, yeah, she did. And she asked you a question, didn't she? And he's like, yeah. It's like, well, what'd she ask? And he's like, he looks excited. You know, he's like, Ooh, I'm going to get the answer that I came here for. And then when he says, well, it's like this Don," And then he's like, Oh, it's like this Don," And he's it, like, it deflates him. And then, but then we hear the story about the, uh, about what the job actually is. This is very excellently done. In this it movie. is so like, this wild. Is- <laughs> It's the only way to make so, like a game of telephone or whatever you want to call this, <laughs> like relaying of information, not just feel like an exposition dump. Right. So it's so well done. It's like you're waiting for the scenes to cut so you can hear right. and start to anticipate that Don is going to repeat somebody every time. It's cool. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and, and, but that's again, that's how Don is wired. Like he is telling the, the story verbatim of what he was told. And so, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, so he's, you know, we find out that um, Teddy Bass, Ian McShane, who should be the most uh, intimidating of the bunch, is he not. Is. In my opinion, he is. Well, he is. He's way scarier than Don. He, he, he becomes scarier in a way, but I would rather be in a room with Ian McShane <laughs> than, 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 than with Don. Don. Yeah. Do you know why? I, well, I, I do want to explain myself, though, because... Teddy proves that he isn't interested in the conversation. He will just fucking kill you. Don is almost kind of all talk in a way. I mean, he's dangerous. He's violent. I know he's not all talk, but there is like room for negotiation or at least staving him off a little. Teddy, well, I think if he wants you dead, you're dead. For me, it's all about context, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if, I, if a, I'm Gal, a... then yeah, you want you fought you fear Teddy way more than you fear Don, right? Yeah, but but Don is like that guy that 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 just always like at the party just always makes everyone uncomfortable. That just like you never know what they're gonna do. They're unpredictable. They're gonna like muck shit up. They're gonna get people in trouble. They're gonna get the cops called on you. They're yeah. just gonna they're gonna drive recklessly they're gonna just do like stupid shit he's that guy and i hate that guy yeah they're like, both those terrifying. are the kind of those are the kind of people that i just don't want to be around well i also look at the fact that 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 don logan is also essentially invaded their home teddy is it's, probably never going to show up in spain no matter what he says later eh, never know. maybe but but i get the impression that he got what he wanted and yeah, he's not exactly happy with how he got it, but at the same time, I don't think Ian McShane has shown up in Spain. I don't either because of what I said earlier. If there was something he wanted, he would have done it just then. He yeah. wouldn't wait until later. That is just kind of him, like well, parting a parting my shot. Feeling on it is <laughs> my of, feeling on yeah. it is, and we're already talking about the ending. But my feeling on it is that he's telling. He's telling uh, Gal, I might need another favor. That's fair. That's, 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 that's possible. He's not, he's yeah. not necessarily coming to you know, show up to, to do him harm. He's going to show up to tell him, I got a job for you. He you owes know? him one. Yeah, I get yep. that. I totally yep. get that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, the. So he's, he's never he's never out. He can't really feel comfortable that he's out. That's no. But yeah, we're at, we're at the end of the movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Well, so next week we've got. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So the um, 
Yeah, so we find out what the story is. So uh, Teddy Bass, Ian McShane, went to a porn or to a porn. He went, <laughs> he went, went to, to an, an orgy. Orgy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. When he when when it's like, yeah, he went to an orgy and Don went, orgy, you know, like he's like asking, but it's like, what? You, you say orgy, uh, but he just says it just the one word. Uh, but anyway, um, and uh, <laughs> they keep talking about all the shit that was going on there. Like there was fucking, there was, uh, you know, there was sucking, there was all sorts of shit going on. There was, you know, uh, but anyway, he, uh, did he call well, it like Caligula at one point or something like that? No, he said it was like ancient Rome, <laughs> like, like ancient Rome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was crazy. It was like ancient Rome. <laughs> um, then he, so he says, um, you know, it, so they show that Teddy is like, you know, just kind of hanging out with this topless chick. Um, and uh, she's like, so how's it going? And then it's like, yeah, I'm doing all right. You know, it's like, I would, just, I would hope he's doing all right. Um, and there's a guy sitting behind him who apparently is the president of, or no, he's, he knows something about a bank that is, uh, particularly difficult to break into. He works there. Yes. He works the he's like the bank manager. Yeah, yeah. He's like the president or something. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, you know, and as they say, it's like, he knew exactly who Teddy Bass was. He knew what he was getting into. He just wanted to tell Teddy that he has an impeg- impenetrable vault, but that doesn't mean that Teddy's vault is impenetrable because he asks, uh harry is this guy's name um so you know uh guys or girls oh yeah he says yes oh yeah and um, (laughs) oh teddy's vault gets penetrated that's so good that's so good innuendo there um innuendo in your innuendo (laughs) (laughs) wow that's a double entendre Entendre. (laughs) yeah so uh so then we get to see him mcshane get uh, uh get plowed um which is that's probably the only time we'll ever see that. Which um, is interesting because I mean they they set that that point that character is not really you don't know him for the menace that he is right right, um, which I find fascinating to to make a a crime boss like that you know well it's possible bisexual. that he's doing that it's interesting it, he's possibly doing that to get the information he wants from Harry. I would argue he probably is into it, but. Oh, po- oh, I mean, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, I think it's a little bit it's of a both. power. It's, it's a, a power bottom move. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely that is a power, power bottom. That, that might be the epitome of power bottoming. <laughs> yeah, Ian, yeah. Ian, yeah. Ian McShane, if there would be anything he is in that situation would be a fucking power bottom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's fucking love joy. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> it's, it is kind of amazing how like, the difference in menace you have between Ian McShane and uh, Ben Kingsley. When I, when I saw this movie, I didn't know who Ian McShane was. <laughs> I don't believe I'd seen, or maybe it hadn't even come out yet. Deadwood, which really like made Ian McShane's career um, in many ways. And he started popping up everywhere. Yeah. After that. Yeah. But talk about menace. Holy smokes. Like maybe one of the greatest television characters of all time. Uh, Swear and Jim. Oh, and Deadwood. Yeah. Yep. He's, yeah. For sure. This is uh I didn't say this up front. This is the first time I've seen this movie. Um 
ever. I don't know why it's appropriate to say this now, but it is just to, yeah. So I was well familiar with these characters. I think I didn't water the, you know, Ian McShane. He's been terrifying. He looks terrifying no matter when, when you see him. <laughs> he's fucking he could be terrible. giving me cotton candy and I'd be scared of the man. <laughs> Take the but he's also, candy. yeah, he's, he's also oddly likable. Totally. Too, yeah. In his, in his terrifyingness. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, his character in Deadwood is, is like, it's it, what makes it so interesting is how the, how many dimensions there are not just to right. his vileness, but to his humanity, right? Yeah, he hasn't yeah. lost all of his humanity. It's still there. It's just really hard to find. And that, and the show makes sure to, to find it. Yeah. What's interesting is in 1974, there's a Sean Connery Ian McShane movie called The Terrorist, or also Ransom, um, that William Fox, who plays Harry, was also in. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, he, yeah, another he interesting familiar. thing about William Fox later um, when we James get to Fox talking about next looked week. familiar or no James Fox yeah, yeah James I'm sorry I was I had the wrong Fox this is a different Fox anyway James Fox uh, we will talk about a little bit later um, because he has a kind of a connection to the director of next week's movie professional anyway. tease right there Jeff yep. no I am a professional <laughs> tease just like oh, yes, McShane's right. vault Anyway. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Let me into your vaults. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So what happens next after, after um, uh, Lord power bottom, after power bottom, after one vault has been penetrated, uh, Ian, Ian uh, McShane vault penetrates the, the, the real vault. It goes, he puts a very important item in a safety deposit box because he wanted to see just how impenetrable this this bank really was. And he just puts a pack of cigarettes in, in a safety yep. deposit box. That's it. He's only there to just just stake the place out. Do you see you see that later, right? You don't see I was trying to figure out that scene what he put in there, but they don't show it, mm-hmm. do they? Yeah, they yeah. show it. They it's a pack of it? cigarettes. Yeah. Okay. And then, I know and they show it later but, later when it floods. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah, you see it. You see it. it. It might not be clear, but it's but it's a it's like just a square box. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, no, it's, yeah. I, uh, I meant to actually write down what the brand was. But, um, but yeah, I immediately recognized it as cigarettes. Probably Virginia Slims. Red <laughs> apples. <laughs> Is it um, apple like the, like a famous movie cigarette or was that a real cigarette? Red apples is a, that's Tarantino. Oh, that's thank his you. made up thank brand you. for cigarettes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. All right. Um, continue. Yeah, so basically, um, yeah, so at this point, Teddy wants the best team possible to get into this bank vault, and they have to figure out how they're going to get into the bank vault, and they basically have um, like two days to get there, because it's like on Friday, you got to go to the Grosvenor, um, and that's when, and your last name is Roundtree, like Smarties Hello. and Shaft. Yep. <laughs> Smarties. Smarties and Shaft. Um, yeah. <laughs> speaking of Shaft, let's talk about Ian McShane again. Uh, anyway. That... <laughs> oh, damn. Anyway. Um, I think you're a little obsessive here, Jeff. Just a little bit. Well, you know, you know, it's no, not every no, day continue. that you. Anyway, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, 
Yeah, and he uh, basically he's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna let Gal turn down the job. Period. Um, but Gal eventually is like, no, just many times over. No, I'm out of it. I'm no good to you. And what do you mean? No good. I'm going to be no good. And well, in what way? In every fucking way, I'm going to be no good. And so he, um, we think that it's over sort of everybody comes back from dinner. That's when H just can't stop talking about the restaurant and how much the waiter like Dee Dee. <laughs> and uh well there's something we need to mention here too that um uh while they're all at dinner don told gal that he fucked jackie yes they had yes. a fling yeah and he also punches him yeah they're on the beach yeah he does starts to show that he can be at least a little bit violent yeah yeah um then he goes uh yeah and so uh um uh, uh, gal and and uh you know decides he's gonna go get drinks for everybody dd goes with him so soon more and more people show up in the kitchen yeah <laughs> it's just him and jackie and it's it, really uncomfortable knowing what you know and then he he turns to her and then she just gets up and leaves <laughs> and that was all four of them in the kitchen <laughs> and, and just and don just sitting by himself like in his normal like straight posture just looking around it's one <laughs> of those it's one of those weird like movie things where you know shit happened after that. It had to have. They didn't all just go to bed. You know, that I, that those little things always bother me, those smash cuts to next day. It's like, but what happened next? Oh no, you know? what happens <laughs> next is one of the most memorable things of that I remember of this movie. Well, when, when he gets him out of bed, but but I'm saying like they didn't all like leave the kitchen and go to bed. Like there were pleasantries um uh, of some sort. Well, Don, Don is biding his time because he's going to get a yes out of him, regardless. Um, which is, is he? Well, he explained in he his mind he's going to get a yes, right? But he yeah. does get that yes, just not in the way that he expects, but but in almost a defensive way. But we'll get to that. Um, so yeah, so everybody's in, you know, so so. Um, uh, Gal and and Dee Dee go to bed, and um, the pep ben talk. King, ben Kingsley starts talking to himself. For that, I love I love him pissing with his hands, <laughs> on, his, on, his his hands hips, on his hips, and then he just turns himself ever so slightly, and he pisses on the floor. <laughs> he's marking his territory. He's a wild it's almost, animal. It's, he's like he's like an animal, but he's but he's restrained by like some sort of like mi militant training almost right yeah. it almost looks like he's on strings yeah kind of. yeah 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 it does it feels it feels it feels like a drill sergeant who's just ready to snap right yeah 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 so he yeah he pees on the uh the floor a little bit and then he he's uh looking at himself in the mirror he he's pissed at himself for telling gal that he had a relationship with jackie that he showed weakness in that in that world in that regard which does come back to bite him the next day and then he starts talking to himself about how um he doesn't really like what what gal was saying to him he really doesn't like what gal was saying to him and his his the inner voice we don't hear in response i feel like kind of basically takes over and he comes storming into the bedroom <laughs> and punches 
a sleeping gal and basically tells him, it's like, yeah, you're going to do the job. <laughs> I'll be downstairs. I'll be downstairs. Yeah. Dee Dee is so awesome in the scene, though. Like, she is. she is the real, like, backbone of this family in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, you know, she yells him, get out of our bedroom. He's like, I'll be downstairs. And he goes off. And then he, he wakes up, uh, and, like, later that morning. And this is where you really see that um that that gal really is not up for this life and he, right. he, he's cowering he looks like a beaten dog um you know it's it's shot really well 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 where you don't see the black eye until he turns his head towards don mm-hmm. um and he's got to look like like you know he's been battered i mean that's uh and don is willing to go even further if he has to to ensure his employment um so yeah but anyway he basically he he goes in about how um this is when he says like yeah you know you could have you could have had anybody but you had dd you you know it's like um she was a porn star they still they they have wank off or what was it uh uh, they meet on Fridays and have wank offs. Basically, I think it was it was yeah, Winker Wednesdays. Her fan, her fan club, yeah, yeah, yeah. Winker Wednesdays, and uh, they go. they all have circle jerks to watch the old Super Sixteens of her old which is, movies, which is so ridiculous. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's desperate at this point too. Well, to yeah, try he's only, and get a rise out of Gal here. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, and he's he's just denigrating him through his wife. Yeah. which is which is about as low as anybody can go by denigrating somebody through their spouse um so you know but he's like and, and, and i think at the same time he's 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 tremendously jealous because mm-hmm. i think he recognizes that they love each other and and ultimately yeah again that's that's going to be don's downfall here in a bit yeah yeah so he just abruptly stops and is like call me a fucking cab i gotta go Airport. Well, it's not abrupt. It's when Gail challenges him on why he's really there. Yep. Yeah. And this true. is when he this is when he brings up like you're not here for me, you're here for Jackie, yep. and this royally pisses yep. Don off because we we don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure he's right. What oh, Gail yeah. was right and what he says, it's like yep. the only reason you're pressing for me is because of her. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was uh, killing two birds with one stone essentially yeah. coming here uh because he knows a guy who could do the job but it just so happens that he lives right next door to and i think that answers my question Big about the the positive attitude like he goes against that character type because number one i don't think he thought he'd get resistance number two yes he wanted to see jackie and he doesn't want to be made a fool of in front of jackie and that's what's happening now if yes. if gal doesn't agree to go he's being made a fool of in front of jackie and he can't have that yeah i would agree with that yeah um so yeah he he heads off to the um (laughs) he heads off to the to the airport he gets on a plane and he's smoking a cigarette and uh the the stewardess comes and says you know why you know you you got to put out the the cigarette he's like no i'm not gonna put out the cigarette he's like well we can't take off until you put out the cigarette it's like well that sounds like your problem and um 
he, you know, so he's like, nope, I'm not going to put out the cigarette. I'm going to smoke this all the way through. And then he says, uh, then the guy behind him, it's like, why don't you just put out the cigarette? And he's like, oh, well, okay. Well, while I cut off your hands and use them as an ashtray. <laughs> and then he says, well, Stuff why don't you out in your eye? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'll put the cigarette out. If you let me put it out on your eye. To which Is he then agreeable? turns around. Yeah. Is that agreeable? <laughs> and the guy just turns away. And he's like, no. Okay. And so he just... <laughs> Again, really he's like just that asshole, right? Yeah. Like, oh, oh he's he's <laughs> he is unbreakable or he can't even bend to something like there is no I mean, like we talk about like how like that's he, the kind of guy that would make me uncomfortable on a plane. Right. Teddy Bass, you would look at him be like, yeah, that's probably a bad dude. He's 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 a gangster, but. He's not going to fucking like do anything to. He's not going to call attention flight. He's not going to call any attention to himself. (laughs) So that's what I mean. It's more about the immediate danger with, with Don. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. (laughs) If I'm in the woods, I'm far more scared of uh, a bear than I am of COVID. Right. Right. <laughs> I guess I get, I get where you're going there. Right. It's Again, like, it's, it's, it's relative to the context. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to let that fucking bear maul me. I'll deal with COVID when I'm in that situation. You know? <laughs> but anyway, it'll both kill you in one way or another. <laughs> um, so anyway, so, <laughs> so they, uh, yeah. So he, so she gets the, uh, the other uh, stewards. To which then uh, Ben Kingsley elbows the guy next to him. It's like, oh, look, here comes the gay brigade. And the guys like come up and they're just about to get. He's like, all right, fine. I'll just get off the plane, which is what he wanted to do. I think anyway, definitely, Um, which presents a problem later. Um, But then he he leaves the plane and he's been in he's been detained for five hours and he says, well, you know, he talks to the, to, to the TSA guy or whatever, whatever the guy would be in Spain. He's like, Hey, um, have you ever been sexually assaulted? Well, I was, when I was putting my suitcase in the overhead compartment, a guy came around and touched my, my front, my front bottom, which by the way, there's a, there's a band name called the front bottoms. And what the, is, yeah. Wait, what is the front bottom? Your dick. your dick okay that's that that's your bottom is your dick yes yes because yeah. he didn't okay. want to he was trying i to thought sound... i thought he he groped him from behind so that was why i was confused. well yeah he got to reach around he got... <laughs> that's amazing front bottom huh? yeah well no i'm because, surprised you've never heard is, that before I've, I've, if i have i've never i've never equated it to to my johnson well yeah because yeah, he you johnson? know because johnson? he's being um <laughs> to your job what the fuck did you say that for why did you just say your dick i just i don't know I this to is an r-rated euphemism. show okay i want to use another euphemism well I next like, time I next like. time say ding ding um anyway um so wanger you're wrong. <laughs> you're not warrior. Like, that's what wanger means <laughs> <laughs> wang doodle <laughs> <laughs> anyway so that's good stuff this is one of our front better bottom. episodes anyway front bottom. That's, so, that's so proper well no but that's, that's the thing he's he's a sociopath he he is playing to this guy to get out of the trouble oh yeah i know he's i know, I know so, he's doing so this. he's yeah, so totally. he's he's not he's not gonna say my dick my you know he's not even gonna use right. the word penis oh he's, he's, he's to, being he's being very reasoned he's being very yep. calm yeah absolutely 
So anyway, so he's like, well, I, you know, it's like, I don't want to cause any problems. I'm not going to call the British embassy or anything. I just, you know, I don't want to cause any problems for your airline. Just let me go, basically. And he does. To which then he storms. And I assume he walked all the way back to fucking Dallas, just <laughs> on a fucking straight path right back to right back to, to <laughs> like, Gal like, and Didi. like through lanes of traffic probably <laughs> <Right>. just like <laughs> except they show him get out of a car when he gets yeah, that's yeah. fair well that was only <laughs> he, he he flagged down that car in the last tenth of a mile or he got in the car just so he could get out of it it was already <laughs> yeah, it was already yeah. sitting there <laughs> now he's I mean not, it is he's... sticky it is pretty hot he probably at some point was like let's fuck this I'm getting yeah car. I'm sweating like a cunt um <laughs> anyway so he um the, the moment he opens the door he's fucking yelling like you know like crazy about uh, uh you know about like oh you think because what's funny is he is saying the exact thing he's asking in in a very loud tone the exact same thing that h says to gal which is he's going to go back he's not going to look like he's not going to make himself look like an idiot he's just going to say I've changed my mind. I don't want him. And he gets out, of, he gets out of the car. And in so many words, it's like, Oh, you think I'm a fucking idiot? Do you like almost <laughs> as if he heard the conversation and he's, he's just, he has lost his fucking mind. He's, and, he's stewed the whole walk there. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's walking very purposefully. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine him walking to, and like, and like, spraying his piss with his oh yeah he's marked, <laughs> he has marked all of spain as his territory <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. so yeah he um and he starts letting off you know he's he's again denigrating dd he's talking about um you know having the affair that he had with jackie um you know he's he hits um gal with a bottle uh smashes it on his face and um enrique comes around with the gun to defend you know the essentially his his surrogate family um yep you know and so he which again menacing as he is he's like well just go ahead and shoot me then you're gonna shoot me you're gonna shoot me shoot me and when the kid doesn't he's like all right i'll just take that then and he just takes the gun out of enrique's hand Hits and then, head with it yeah and then and then hits him knocks him out but then Didi comes running out with a fucking shotgun one that works by the way <laughs> yeah um and then we cut the friday in rainy rainy ass england yeah and uh and gal is checking in at the hotel that at he was the grove check in to. yep 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 yeah it's like oh as shit I feel like something happened there between that cut. This annoyed me like the earlier scene, Jason, where they just cut away. Something had to happen after. No, well, I'm just joking. Okay. I'm making a joke. Uh, all right. All right. Sorry. <laughs> that I, wasn't I, obvious. It's like, like whoa, Chuck like, uh, just stopped the movie at this point. Like a front, like, that's, right. a, that's a front bottom moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't. It, it, I think it's a good joke. I just didn't make it well enough. <laughs> no, I was. I, I mean, you got me. I was like, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, like my good. brain shut down for a second. I was like, oh, well, uh. it's an it's an interesting moment because for for a, 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 I think for a minute, 
you contemplate, right? What happened? Did he just take the job? You know, did it go badly for his family or is, does he have to take the job? Because yeah, they probably killed him. And that's what we find out. But I do like the ambiguity, ambiguity there, right? Well, the ambiguity ends the moment that Ian McShane's like, so have you heard from Don? Right. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't last very long. No. Yeah. Um, but he has all the information he needed. So do you think that, do you think it was a kind of a, a bad plan? for a gal to tell them that he talked to him from he yes well he's, i think yeah. so this too is, this is this is he doesn't know what to do he's he's lost his cool essentially yeah for sure I mean, when he was in the game he would have he would have said well i don't know i haven't seen him since he left yeah, the airport he, right he had a day and a half to plan this response Ex- so exactly definitely yeah. a bad plan well yeah i mean he's harder yeah he but i think that still he's off his game i think he's i know i i think I think he is so far out of the game that he can't. He can't I think it's more he's better. he's scared shitless. His yeah, yeah, he's definitely scared shitless. And Teddy yeah. Bass is no fool. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, yeah, because he keeps coming back to ask, yep. "Where's Don?" Yep. Um. So yeah, he. Um, so the the plan is, and what's funny is that this is the third act. That you know what's funny is is that the first two acts of this movie are so fucking good that I don't even care that much that I don't care that much for the third act. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean, I mean the, thir- the third act is just, it's just how things have to, it has resolve. to be how it ends. But right. at the same yeah. time, it's like the third, the third act is not quite that special. What I like about the third act is Ian McShane. Yes. This because is because where now you see, now you yeah. see a new menace and right. the new, the new problem in front of gal. Yep. Um, but yeah, you're. I mean, to say that I don't care that much. I mean, I only mean that in comparison to the first two acts. Sure, sure. Yeah, because there <laughs> is like this. There is kind of like this tension and energy that has to transfer now, right? To and you got to build a up different character, and that's and that's you lose a little bit of steam there. Yeah, right. So yeah. you got to build that back up, but it builds up yeah. nicely and quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, I mean, and it builds up with again the imagery of him eating and the jackrabbit man coming up to him yeah yeah um as represented by ian mcshane once again saying tell me again what don said when he called you from heathrow um and he's like classic that's classic classic uh like gangster shit that's like yeah that's like uh sopranos kind of stuff you know where they don't believe you so they keep asking you and they keep wanting to hear the story again right well, they're, they're, they're listening for the, the little In- consistencies. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's poor form by Teddy though, because no matter what happens, he's going to use him for the job. Right. So to rattle him before a big job like this makes absolutely no sense. Well, <laughs> although I think part of it too is, is trying to figure out what his motives are to me. I think Teddy Bass has got it figured out and he's like, yeah, he's right. going to do the job. Because he has to do the job, and he's going to do the job well, right? He, so he's why not, fuck with that then? That's well, I think I, I think that's I think he's he's figuring it out, okay. right? I don't think he knows right away. Yeah, yeah. well, I don't and think if, so. if he, I agree with that. Yeah, but also remember, he also knows where he's at. So if he runs in the last second, he'll just he'll find him and kill him. 
Yeah. I mean, that's not what I mean, though. What I mean is, is if you know someone needs to do a very specific job for you and they need to be cool under pressure, you shouldn't rattle them beforehand because they might fuck up. That's what I mean. Not anything yeah. about him running or leaving or whatever. I think I think he's assessing the situation at every step. Yeah. And making judgment. Yep. Fair. So, fair, fair. Yeah. Um so yeah, basically the the job is there's a bathhouse next door to the bank that if they if they drill through the pool in the bathhouse. By the way, you think Ian Machine goes to that bathhouse a lot? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Drops yep. his towel quite frequently. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard it's hard to put the little handkerchief in the back pocket when you're not wearing pockets. Anyway, Gosh, we really, bottom. we really, tie it around your front bottom. <laughs> be like, it'd be like, uh, Steven Tyler's microphone stand. Mm. <laughs> God damn. Mm. Okay, we're getting out of hand here. Um, so we, <laughs> we, <laughs> the Royal, we, um, <laughs> so anyway, so they, <laughs> so they, they drill through the pool, which then essentially is going to flood it's not only going to flood the the vault but it's going to short out the cameras and they've got to act relatively quickly because they got to do it overnight and there's a lot to drill through and you got to get a lot of guys in there to clean the place out yeah so they do eventually break through relatively quickly because gal's working his ass off um you know yeah, gal, even, gal even corrects someone who says it's going to take like seven hours or seven more no, hours three like three that. or four hours and and ian mcshane says no, that's bullshit and he's like no two two and a half hours we're yeah, at tops we're yeah. yeah basically he's running the drill crew yeah at, um so they get in um and everybody's like snatching everything from the from the floating um safe deposit boxes and he uh gal finds a couple of ruby earrings and he decides he's going to take that back to his wife and um so after the job is done oh i love the i love the guy who finds the urn opens oh it, god yes and it just floods the whole room with uh with ashy water oh yeah and that, that's so when everyone, obvious too i'm like yeah. why is he opening Why don't, open it? don't open that <laughs> they may have good attitudes they're not very smart no no <laughs> so um yeah because it's, it's funny because it also almost seems like that's what ends the job yeah but that's yeah. just the that, that's just a, a time cut um but anyway they um so the, they're all celebrating at the bar you know um it's like four o'clock in the morning or something like that and um now gal has kind of made a mistake he's carrying around his suitcase yeah to I which know. to which you mcshane's like hey we uh you leaving you jetting out of here you know it's like where, where are you off to you know it's like dude he's he's on to you he knows and he's like oh i'll take you to the airport it's like oh god don't don't do that <laughs> don't get in don't accept that but he can't say no it's kind of he can't say no it's, it, classic. it's kind of yeah it's it's a it's a don situation that yep that guy is not gonna let him say no nope but he says hey i gotta i gotta stop off someplace here real quick um and um do a thing our bottom move complete yep (laughs) (laughs) yeah he shoots harry right in the face and then he's like um i'm not fucking around you know where is don and 
he ends up driving him to the bus stop to go to the airport um after again you know gal professes his uh his his innocence oh i don't think so well they don't they don't actually show us he says i don't want to do this anymore teddy well i think is relenting on pretending that he didn't do something maybe not but i think he tells him and teddy Teddy says you know if i cared i mean they both know each other know whatever they know right whether it's said out loud or not but he's like if i if i gave one little shit about dawn and then he just stares at him. And then he just stares at him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's well, like, he, he pays him for his job. He's like, um, how much did Don say you'd, you'd get off this? Now he didn't say, well, I'm going to give you a tenner. <laughs> yeah. Pays him, him 10 bucks. pounds. Yeah. He's like, all I've got is 20s. You got change. And he gives him change. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's very insistent on the chain. Well, oh, yeah. Insistence with his eyes. Uh huh. <laughs> right. No, I'm not giving you this fucking 20. <laughs> give me a 10 you cunt <laughs> so yeah and he basically is like so you live in spain huh that must be nice uh, maybe i'll drop by someday yeah. and then you know it ends up gal goes home that's and- what i was saying earlier about that that to me is signaling to gal is like you're not ever out right yeah yeah it's like the godfather moment every time yep. i try to get out they, yep. yeah uh, every time I try to get out, they uh, don't get don't get me, comfortable. Is is <laughs> what he's saying, you know? Yeah, yeah. Go enjoy um, your your semi retirement, right? And he goes, he, yeah. yeah. So we go back to Spain, and um, did you even talk about Don actually dying? I don't even think we talked. Oh yeah, no, yeah. So well, basically, not. yeah, yeah. I mean, when does that when yeah. does that cut back? It's before they have their their conversation in the car. Oh yeah, it cuts back before the job um yeah dd yeah, Dee Dee blew blew him away um yes and then they all beat the shit out of him um everybody got in on that yeah, um, yeah. and uh, it seems as though h is the one who actually delivers the killing blow well because well, he wouldn't fucking die yeah, yeah. go ahead right. yeah it, would, it wouldn't die and, and don trying to get one last dig in is like you know i fucked her and uh and h says oh, well uh you know well, I, then, I, fu- I fucked you I now fucked you haven't now. i yeah yep yeah and yeah, it gets the kill blow in is what I would imagine. Yeah. And then uh, they buried him under the, um, yeah, the first the tile, the, the first yeah. clue that he was buried under the tiles in the pool is uh, when they're refilling the pool, um, a, a pretty beat up looking Enrique is, is just staring at the, at the two hearts that are at the bottom of the pool. Yeah. I'd say it's fairly obvious. That's yeah. what he was yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, it's definitely, we see that, but at the, at the very end, I mean, at that point, right. It's fairly yeah. Obvious that's yeah. yeah. So, um, which is awesome because he, he, so yeah. So when we get back to Spain, H is talking about a pill that you can Don't take. <laughs> The, the, it, it drops the, you right back into like this just this general affability of yeah. these people right well yeah. yeah because jackie's response to the story he's telling about <laughs> this pill that will keep your hair the exact way it is at that moment <laughs> is so incredulous but so funny at the same time yeah because she's playing, along, she's playing along a little bit yeah. yeah beatles haircuts and they've had them for two years and they love it <laughs> Oh, yeah, they love hairdressers it. are shitting themselves <laughs> and then she's like all right well you know dummy what if you want to get your hair what if you don't like your hairstyle anymore he's like but there's another pill that's when you take the other pill. 
um yeah and then but what's um what's interesting is is that don still speaks to gal um because he says i told you you would take the job and he's like basically like yeah just shut the fuck up you're dead you know um and then we go into uh the devil's anus or it might be in mcshane's and we find uh the jackrabbit man hanging out with with don who's just smoking a cigarette yeah Um, i the, the jackrabbit man kind of confuses me in its use because the first two times I feel like it's the repressed old gal, yeah. but then it's used as a representation of Teddy's character. So I'm like, what is it really? Because yeah, he's got this, he's got his sexy, be- he's not the sexy beast anymore. And if he really is the t- titular character, um, then that's the sexy beast like down inside him. Right. I think kind of. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, that could. I mean, I always looked at the jackrabbit as just being danger or or death, you know, or something. Because when when he sees it, it's when Don is on his way, or when um, you know, when Ian McShane is coming in to ask him again, because he doesn't see the the um, jackrabbit until he sees that Don or that um, Teddy has come into the the only restaurant. refute I'd have. Well, maybe that means the jackrabbit is just dead and out of the picture, but I would refute that because theoretically no danger is coming when we see it at the end. I think to me, it's it's kind of a representation of just his past and and, and the inescapability of his past, right? So in a way, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a manifestation of who he was, I think, is, is what you were saying, Chuck. Yeah. And at the end, he's buried, he's buried it with Dawn. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I can see it. Either which way, Don's just hanging out down there with some smokes. Um, yeah, he is. He he seems almost um kind of like you know, yeah, you know, I'm down here with you, Jack Rabbit man. You know? Yeah, I mean it's not really him, it's right. it's Gail's thoughts on him, right? right yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's annoyed that he's down there. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, um, but yeah, he's, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, you, you said that, you know, you said I'd take the job, but you're dead now. So fuck off. Yep. Basically. Uh, ben Kingsley was nominated for best supporting actor. Super deserved. Yep. Um, it is, you forget that he is, um, you forget that he is Ben Kingsley in this almost like Who won you, that year uh, uh jim broadbent yeah which or, is funny because the rest of the category are gigantic heavy hitters for what movie iris iris, iris yeah it's like a movie that no one ever will remember um or a, a performance no one will remember so like we have all these giants so we'll just pick the guy that so we don't yeah who so else, who else was them. nominated uh so ethan hawk and training day Ian McKellen oh. as Gandalf oh, okay. and John Voight as Howard Cosell. When was he Howard Ollie. Cosell? Ollie. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. heavy hitters, um, two former winners, and, and the quiet guy won. Is yeah, Ethan that's Hawk a, a heavy interesting. hitter? Well, I mean, I would say that movie. I'm not saying he's a bad actor. No, I'm uh, I, that movie, him and... Um, and Denzel Washington, that was a 
pretty intense oh yeah duo yeah, yeah. which yeah. denzel washington won and probably yeah. he got probably ethan hawk got nominated because of denzel washington because um, he had to kind of toe the line with him um, i will say that kingsley performance is one of the most consistent i've seen like he is that dude yeah. for the i would not want to talk to him the rest you know on set if he's oh, if yeah. he's in that no <laughs> is, he a, is he a method actor i don't know if he is i don't well, know if he is but uh, i mean regardless of not of whether he is or not i imagine that there's a certain frame of mind you have to stay mm-hmm. in. yeah yeah oh yeah fair. i mean this is this is the level of type of character that like mm-hmm. i mean you know we talk about like um heath ledger having to be in a mindset to play the joker yeah. so much so that it pretty much haunted him the rest of his life i suspect it's very similar to that idea but it's also kind of like a <laughs> there's not i guess a ton of depth to the performance it's um it's very much a character right and it almost seems like it would be fun oh like, it, I feel, been, it, it yeah. seems it seems like a maybe a, a, like a type of character that once you kind of lock in on it it's easy to to turn on because well, it, the, maybe because yeah. it feels like it would just be a ton of fun to just be that much of a cunt you know <laughs> yeah. well the no one uh, to him everybody else is a cunt um, i do i do think like the the scenes where he's talking to himself had to be incredibly difficult yeah because he's talking in two different tones um yeah but but he did that just earlier when he's talking in two different ways to two people in the same room by just turning yeah. his head you know and it's uh, i mean that scene alone that's that's the oscar clip you know just him talking to h and then talking to to gal um but the um yeah i mean you talk about being a heavy this is a heavy (laughs) this movie this movie didn't do well did it i mean it It was was very it it did very well critically yeah, it was yeah. a it was a small release movie. I feel like it maybe suffered the name movie, which is appropriate, but also not at all describing what you're gonna see. Yeah, you're just you're this is the again, this is the epilogue to the story of the sexy beast that was Gal when he was younger. Yeah. Um no, I mean it made I mean it it cost a little over four million. It made a little over ten. Ten. Yeah. Which isn't bad for a a searchlight movie. Yeah. Oh, here I we remember go. This I remember this doing very well on video. Mm-hmm. Um, very well. I uh, I uh, I I bought it the day it came out on DVD. I still have it over. Well, I, yeah. I had the DVD as well. I couldn't find it. I don't know what the hell happened to it. I um. Must so have, must have lost it up in McShane's arse <laughs> <laughs> next to a pack of cigarettes <laughs> um here's here's a funny note on, under production producer jeremy thomas later remembered his experience making the film sexy beast was the beginning of a new phase uh for me of working with first-time filmmakers jonathan glazer was a television commercials director in the uk and a wonderful talent we were sent this script uh, which he was attached to and came and out came this wonderful film It was very stimulating having a first-time talent. The dialogue, as you see in the film, is exceptional. I had never read a script like it, and I thought this has got to be made. 
it was very difficult to get insurance on the film. Actually, when the American studio bought the film, their legal department said, you cannot make this. It has something like 300 uses of the word cunt and 400 yeah. fucks, <laughs> but somehow it passed the censorship and got out there. And that's yeah, why I, mean, I love this movie too. It's, the it's, word cunt doesn't carry as much weight in, in Britain. Britain. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, Tarantino got Pulp Fiction out. I mean, yeah, you know, why this would have a problem, yeah. right? Absolutely. Well, because it, well, I bet if Tarantino's name was attached to it, it wouldn't have had a problem. Yeah, I do want to say Jonathan Glazer. I think I mentioned. I don't know if I mentioned this in the episode or just to you guys. He's a wonderful video, like music video director. Made some of my favorites ever. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, doesn't Visually. do much anymore. But yeah, that's how we got to start. Really great stuff. And this movie has some very interest, interesting shots, vantage points, the way things are are well, just the, the difference between Spain and England is stark. Like it's but it's but it's done very subtly. Right. Because there are times when it's even sunny in England, but it doesn't look the same. Well, it, you're in a city versus out in the middle of nowhere. That's too. fair. But there were a few times where it looked like they were definitely using blue a blue filter. Blue, yeah, blue tint. Um, I will say um, that Jonathan Glazer, um, I mean, I don't really like the song, but the video is definitely very, very interesting. The Virtual Insanity video. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite videos ever, and I do like that song. That's um, fair. I mean, that's fair. Well, his, I, I, my favorite video of his is um, Uncle Rabbit in Your Headlights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uncle featuring tom york and incidentally uncle did the music for sexy beast yep. yeah. i like shadow it. right yeah I it like was the, he was uh, a member i think for a few years in the late 90s yeah yeah but he he, he had departed i think by the by time this time it came out yep. okay i like the um karma police that all mostly looks like one single take mm-hmm. back and forth oh yeah oh, yeah yep. um yep. anyway I talked about these things when I did another Jonathan Glazer episode of Monster Mondays, another wonderfully shot movie, Under the Skin. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. good, good stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I talked a little bit about him. Yeah, he followed this up four years later with Birth, which I also like tons. Um, it's, it's probably my favorite Alexander Desplat score. Um, love it, love it lots. Kind of a weird little um, movie, but I really enjoy it. And then Under the Skin came almost 10 years later. And then we're still waiting for film number four from Mr. Glazer, with, which which I believe was just announced. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's um, making um, a movie based on a novel called The Zone of Interest. Oh, interesting. Yes. I bet it'll look good. Yes, I, I would agree. I think it's I think it's kind of a heavy topic. I think it's like uh like concentration camp stuff. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I know. I mean, mm. I'll see it once just like I did every other movie about concentration camps. I can't watch them. Ooh, yeah. A Nazi officer falls in love with the woman of the command with the woman of with the woman of the commander of the Auschwitz concentration camp. That doesn't okay imdb you 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 fucked up what so a nazi officer yeah nazi officer falls in love with the woman 
probably who's the wife the camp of the commandant's command. wife yeah there we go there it is yep. yeah there it is um now if that's a if that's a secret ilsa uh sequel i'm on board <laughs> uh, that's how i like my my weirdo nazi movies <laughs> maybe i'll watch that with ian mcshane some night anyway he might be into it too never know you never know you never know um yeah so chuck this was a first timer um i assume that you liked it quite a bit hated it every single minute of it no it's really <laughs> did it touch really, your front bottom yeah it touched my, it touched it touched my, front, my bottom. front bottom for sure <laughs> when we saw it yeah you touched your front bottom um <laughs> no it was it, it's good it's definitely one i would like to revisit again it's and a, Steph it's an, would probably really like it and she didn't get the opportunity to watch it with me so i mean it's an easy breezy 88 minutes yeah yes it yeah is. very clear three act uh dealio yeah very yep. breezy flick um yeah so I mean, shit you blink you blink and you're in the third act it's it's that breezy yep. yep yeah so any final thoughts on um sexy beast i mean i the one i guess I guess there is one thing I, I will add is that um, I uh, there are there are a few movies like this that that kind of hit me in a very interesting or in the right like at the right time in the right way. This was one. Um, there are a few movies in the particularly in the late 90s too. Um, one uh, a couple more recently. Um, you know, like how much I, I took the drive when we did that for the, sh for the show a few years ago. Um, and even more recently, um, the movie duel that I just saw at the theater, didn't know anything about, but the, uh, but the summary and in 2022, that duel will be this year's sexy beast. Um, that, yeah, I just fell in love with it. Um, it just hit at the right time, the right way. Um, so anyway, if anybody's looking for something, um, if it's still playing at a theater near you, which it probably isn't because Dr. Strange is probably blowing out everything that's small, um, they're no longer going to get a string, uh, a screen to show on. I would, um, recommend that one. Um, so anyway, yeah. What's next week, next week, uh, we've been circling the drains on this one for a little while uh don't look now uh, oh. yeah so we've got uh some donald sutherland uh julie christie action literally probably i think <laughs> um i've always described that scene as being something that almost seems too personal for you to really i i feel more comfortable watching dirty porn they they both deny it but yeah yeah right it's, it's hard to say if oh you, this is this is funny. So sorry to interrupt there, but I kept thinking whenever you mentioned it, that we were doing don't look up. Oh, <laughs> so when you said Donald Sutherland, I'm like, wait, am I thinking of the yeah, wrong movie? I was definitely the thinking old, of the wrong movie. <laughs> crusty old Donald Sutherland's going to town on. Yeah. <laughs> yep, very, uh, um, very different. They're very different. Maybe very, okay. one is not funny at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that one is don't, don't look now. Um, the, uh, yeah. So, 
Um, now, I did mention that there is a connection between this movie and that um, in this uh, week's movie, Sexy Beast, you had James Fox playing Harry. James Fox was in a movie that uh, Nicholas Rogue um, co-directed uh, that had uh, Mick Jagger in it that supposedly had Mick Jagger and Keith Richards' wife having real sex on screen, too. Um, much like don't that look now. Yep. Yeah. And uh, James Fox was the was the star of that movie. Uh, yeah. James Fox, after performance, uh, became a evangelical Christian. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Mick Jagger fucked him right into evangelicalism. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then apparently that and then he, he must have gotten free of that in time to um, fuck that right out of Ian McShane. <laughs> hey, uh, anyway, got him. Got back hey. at it. Um, so anyway, yeah, don't look, don't look now is uh, next week. Um, I'm excited about that one because that's, that's got a lot of stuff going on in it. Um, yeah, it does. It, it does. does. It is not a overly pleasant watch, but it is a very interesting movie. It's a, uh, do we talk about that? Well, that would be a good double feature with Cronenberg's the brood. Or I probably i think probably. we mentioned that now yeah. that i'm thinking of it yeah yeah um yeah so that that is next uh wednesday at filmseizure.com follow us facebook twitter instagram then you can find out when things are coming out also next monday is uh monster mondays as always episode number 175 gauzes and it's scars of dracula get, get a little more uh, christopher lee dracula action um good stuff there um so that is also all the same places filmseizure.com that's where you can hear that if you want to you can subscribe to us at several places where podcasts are found yeah you know your soundclouds your apple your google spotify you know all of those places tune in yeah those types of places you know you know this weekend is a big weekend for b movie enema you guys want to know you want to hear the bigness that's happening never forget well that's one thing but first <laughs> on friday there's a really good movie that i watched and re- and reviewed in honor of mother's day and it's a little vhs a straight to vhs movie called mommy starring patty mccormick that's a really good thriller it actually got praised from a lot of critics uh even <laughs> though it was direct to video um so i i have that um so happy mother's day to everybody here's a killer mom movie um have fun with that um then on saturday season three of b movie anima the series premieres with a really good movie too the big dollhouse a nice little women in prison flick from uh from roger corman um one of the very first new world pictures releases think of a second the second new world's new world pictures anyway awesome movie good times um so that's bmovieanima.com that's where all that stuff is found so do those things and um you'll you'll lead a, a happier life i think if you do that if you do all of these things i just mentioned so until next week when we um don't look now i am jeff arbuckle i'm chuck moore i'm jason oliver and you have been listening to film seizure yeah, cunts.